0: Uh, Well, welcome everybody to the Stanley Hotel, and uh, welcome to room 217. Out of all the rooms at our hotel, this is probably the most famous and the most infamous. Um, The story for 217 really goes back to June 25th, 1911, when the uh, power went out to this hotel for the first time due to a flood, and F.O. Stanley, the founder of our hotel, started up a backup system for lighting, which was uh, settling gas lanterns in every room. And there was a leak of acetylene that built up in room two seventeen. That night, our head chambermaid, Miss Elizabeth Wilson, entered room two seventeen with the lit candle to turn on the lights, and she set off an explosion. We lost ten percent of this hotel from that explosion. They found parts of this hotel half a mile south of here. And a local church service in town said in the paper the next morning they saw a bathtub fly up in the air. And Miss Wilson survived it. You see, Miss Wilson actually uh shot. From the entrance to room 217, down to the first floor where she landed in the dining hall and survived. They had to take her that night to the nearest hospital in Longmont on a dirt road during a flood to save her life, though. And Miss Wilson was in a coma for two days. When uh, she woke up, Miss Wilson came back to work at the Stanley about 18 months after that. And Miss Wilson worked here from uh, 1913 till 1950 when she was 90 years
1: Welcome old. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan. Larry, Springhill Josh, and the Illumamami herself, Miss April. And on today's spooky, spooky episode, the Stanley Hotel. Soup Kitchen Studio, Red Dead 2019, here with the skeptic, the mom, and the beard getting down on a spooky hotel. I'm excited. You know, it's funny because so far we're kind of checking off the things this season. We've got our cryptid. We've got our new serial killers. Yeah. And we started off, obviously, with pretty much a culmination of everything we've ever a covered. A fan vote? A fan vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and Another fan vote coming next month. Get those votes and join that Facebook group. Quick, because the vote's going to end soon. Probably in like four or five days, I think. Anyways. Guys, 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 guys. Girl. And girl. Oh, boy. So, Truth Corner. Well, let's pull the Thunderbird to the side of the road. How scared would you be to stay in a hotel that was on a top 10 list of most haunted places in the North America, I guess. And also ranked at number four. Number four. <laughs> and according to what I read and researched, has like a 100% on like almost every single room in this place. I say almost when I just said 100%. Let me uh strike that reverse it. Has a hundred percent paranormal, holy shit. Each place has its own story behind it,
2: type of rating. Mm. I would say that as long as there is no um Pinky-panky. reports of well, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna have a ghost come give you a, a handy, I mean then ten out of ten. But um Casper, my wife's here. I went decent. You're being friendly to me, and you're going to pass up on her? Come on, man. As long as there's nothing that, demonic. I,
1: hold on. Oh, boy. I got a question for you, too. You guys are in a room together, and mm-hmm. there's a frisky ghost. You can't tell what sex it is. You just can tell that it's got the want to be, a, be, the, be the meat between the mm. shoot sandwich bread. <laughs> Ooh. Would you guys allow that creature to
3: inhabit? It's like a two and a half way.
1: Like you're laying in bed, and all Ooh, of a sudden, so like two and a half. Hey, somebody's scrolling the middle mouse button, and my hands are behind my head. And Josh is like, "Hey, April, your mouse up up Ooh. by my head, but there's a mouth on my wee wee." I mean, I'm down. <laughs> 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 oh wow, Casper swallows.
2: <laughs>
4: Mm-hmm. He, he is friendly. He's the friendliest
2: of ghosts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's not going to be a mean and try to snowball you. I guess so. Well,
1: I guess it would be better than Slimer. <laughs> I just imagine Slimer is going to want to like tongue your asshole or something. No, no, he, he <laughs> see now. He Slimer. jumps
2: right into like the
1: shittiest versions of like
2: Pornhub videos. <laughs> Slimer would would take the load and just go all over the place. It's like a it's like a sprinkler <laughs> like
3: of like cum. <laughs> Like a bulldog eating mayonnaise. <laughs> like, Slimer, we
1: invited you to do this three-way. <laughs> now what are you doing? Oh, there's, there's no more hot dogs in the fridge and there's cum and, and jizz everywhere. And jizz everywhere. Oh, God. Oh, wow. We're we are start. off to a good start.
3: <laughs> but yeah. Oh, boy. Man, I still can't get laid even with a ghost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll You're, find you a partner slide whistle player.
2: Maybe we'll get, find you another slide whistle player. Oh. They can true <laughs> satisfy each other. you like that idea. <laughs> okay, so back to okay, back so, to the back, okay. Yeah. Uh, as long as there's no buckets <laughs> demonic activity where people are actually physically getting injured to a really bad point. I mean, if it's a bruise or something, whatever. Mm. But ah, uh, then yeah, I wouldn't mind. But if once you start seeing that shit happen and like people floating around with like their Dick chopped in half. Then <laughs> I, I, like, I definitely don't want to be there. The
1: Hellraiser ghost, just like I looked for a pain and pleasure.
2: All I got was my dick lobbed off. <laughs> Fucking pinhead. It's like a hot dog in the microwave. Oh God! <laughs> like a
1: Groucho Marx exploded
2: cigar. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. Other, otherwise, uh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. Right now, April. God. Um. That was yeah. Again. <laughs> Poor slide whistle player. Oh, man.
4: Um, yeah, I'd have to agree with Josh. I think I'd be probably somewhere around a six or a seven.
3: Right on. <laughs> One. I don't. I, <laughs> there's a reason you call Amity. me the skeptic.
1: Well, that, well, the Amityville episode specifically, I think we brought up how scared would you to be to spend the night in a haunted house? And you were like,
3: down. <laughs> whatever. It's di- probably discounted.
1: Actually, it's a three-star hotel. And I did look up the rates today because I was just curious after mm-hmm. doing the research. Like a uh, three-star hotel, really scenic. Mm-hmm. About 150. It's not bad. Not really. I mean, if you really want to spend it, if you're going to have a romantic weekend with the wife or with the and girlfriend the ghost. Or boyfriend, and a ghost.
2: <laughs> I mean, if <laughs> you're going to go in half chub and walk out sassified. Sassified. I okay. like that.
3: Casper's jaw is just aching.
2: Tell my jaw, my achy, breaky jaw.
1: Mm. Anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, the only reason I would bump this up to, say, a four. Now, usually, and I did side with you on the ha- the house haunted house thing. Mm-hmm. I think I said in that episode, me and you would just be sharing booze, and then eventually we'd pass out, or we'd be, if we did get scared, it would we'd be rent a scary we'd- movie. <laughs> There you go. Good movie. No, I was saying the scariest part of that night would have been when we run out of munchies. Mm hmm. So. Frightening. But the only re- mistake. The only reason I bumped this up to a four is because I've seen the movie The Shining. Mm-hmm. And there would probably be that part of me that was like, oh boy. Oh boy. I'm going to come around the corner and there's going to be two twins standing there holding hands. And they're going to. Not the six year old ones either. No. But it's like... They're like 84. <laughs> oh! Or like the creepy bathtub woman. Uh, you remember that movie? Oh, uh, April remembers that. Sure do. Creepy fucking movie. Now, I'm going to try not to hit too much on that sort of stuff because we still got our pop culture to come. But it is a very scary film, and I love it. So, I'm excited to cover this. And this was a Josh suggestion. We had an idea because there was going to be something, but then Josh threw this in and I said, hell y- yes. So, the Stanley Hotel was built by a Mr. Stanley. Ah, and, yes, the and, uh, tape measure guy. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually of the Stanley Steamer fame.
2: Really? Yes.
1: Oh. Um, mm. This hotel was he from Cleveland? No, maybe. Shit, I, I'll look that up soon.
2: <laughs> King of the Cleveland Steamer.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. It's
3: a Cleveland Steamer. We'll look that up on
1: that the That is
2: Yeah. I don't know if I want
4: to Google that.
3: It's shitting on a man's or a woman's chest.
4: Hmm.
3: Yeah. It says something about Cleveland, doesn't it? It does. That's hmm. an upgrade for them. Always taking a shot at Ohio. <laughs> Might as well We are from Michigan So There's a reason Their team is named The Browns Again
1: The Stanley Hotel (laughs) Hotel Was built by Freeland Oscar Stanley (laughs) Of Stanley Senior (laughs) fame And opened on America's birthday July 4th Of 1909 In order to get us In that We gotta go in Larry's time capsule
3: Now it's time for us To open up The time capsule I just press my magic 1909 button. Now it sounds like Reverend 1909. Okay. <laughs> Here's your music. Go down to the boardwalk and meet me for a phosphate. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Do you
2: remember? Extra,
3: extra. Read out a bullet, mister.
2: That's a mighty fine-looking box-up girl there, you see? You said buxom. You're going to jail, sir.
3: Oh, son of a gun. Nah, I believe in Columbia. Okay. Uh, oh, nice. So there's the music. So let's go with some... They are dropping it like it's hot back then. Some births for music. There's a couple you may have heard of. Victor Borg. Uh, was he from Star Trek He's a comedian? You know. He was a musician. Uh, Carmen Miranda? Yeah, I recognize that name. Okay. Burl Ives? Yes. Um, yes. Okay. He's a famous singer, right? Yep. And Colonel Tom Parker, Elvis Presley's manager.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Interesting. Old fashioned y type. On to movies. May 12th, Mr. Flip is released and is the first film to feature someone being hit in the face with a pie. <laughs>
2: oh, I've always wanted and to do that. And
1: comedy was redesigned. <laughs> Yeah. You mean to tell me someone can take a pastry and shove it into another man's face? What pie
3: should it be? Oh,
1: cream. Banana? I say if anyone uses a cobbler pie, I'll sue.
2: <laughs> I'm an angry
3: 1909 businessman. I'm late to close an account. Here's some movies that were released. Oliver Twist. Oh, okay. What a twist. A Midsummer Night's Dream. That's mm. somewhat of a classic. Les Miserables. Yeah. Uh, I do
1: like... I. I will say I love Les Mis, yeah. but I like Victor
3: Hugo's book. I think it was Victor Hugo. It was and actually four short films, but when you can find them, you can see one feature film. Interesting. Or <laughs> you know. So it was like the first DLC of movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, I get a platinum. I like making extra money. Mm, let me straighten out my cummerbund. <laughs> I'm late for bank. This one, I just like the name of it. The Curtain Pole.
2: <laughs> that sounds okay. stupid. It's
5: the umbrella the
2: knob. Ball. They kept not see me making love the to the coat my rack. Wife.
3: Come from the makers of the Kurt Pole and the, co- the coat rack. It's the dustpan. With four mini movies. See them all for a nickel.
1: The
2: sequel okay. to the space. Here's theater. one
3: A Drunkard's Reformation, aka the Ryan Herrick story. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, great-great-grandpappy Herrigs started (laughs) that. Jehoshaphat (laughs) Herrigs movie. (laughs)
6: Uh, I do have a a history of
3: (laughs) thespians in my family. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The Awful Hats. I like that one. I like how it's so descriptive. A trap for Santa Claus. I I don't know if that means...
4: A fire in the chimney?
3: Or a transsexual. That's probably a bad oh. word for transsexual trap, I think. I
2: think, yes. I think I'll be taking this out. <laughs>
3: no, I think back then they called transvestites
1: screw- scoodily-doos. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Manly <laughs> women. <laughs> that one's got different pods, see? A boner lady. That one's kind of funny.
1: You. <laughs> see? Give, her, give her some heroin, cure her quick.
3: Macbeth. Oh, great one. Some newsy type things. January 28th, U.S. troops leave Cuba after being there since the Spanish-American War. Whoa. Wow. February 12th, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People is founded, commemorating the 100th anniversary of Abraham Lincoln's birth. March 4th, William Howard Taft, who I imagine eats lots of taffy, is sworn in as the 27th President of the United States.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Laffy taffy.
3: June 9th, Alice Wheeler-Ramsey, a 22-year-old housewife and mother from Hackensack, New Jersey, becomes the first woman to drive across the United States. In 59 days, she has driven a Maxwell automobile 3,800 miles from Manhattan, New York, to San Francisco, California, with three female companions, none of
2: whom could drive. Imagine how many stops she had to make for gas. For pee? Well, that too, but I mean, think about it. Gas back then, gas consumption in a vehicle was significantly less than it is now. I think they used coal. It was the original Golden Girls. They used their feet.
3: (laughs) Betty White was probably actually old enough to be.
2: Right.
5: Uh,
3: like, girls, I can drink. I'll buy us all liquor along the way. August 12th, the first event is held at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, In September, let's see, Sigmund Freud, having arrived on August 29th in New York, delivers his only lectures in the United States on psychoanalysis at Clark University, Worcester, Massachusetts, giving public recognition to the subject in the anglophone world. And on November 11th, the U.S. Navy founds a Navy base in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. That's going to end badly. (laughs) I was
6: going to say spoiler -er. alert. Yes, it would.
3: Because uh, Ben Affleck would play that character. December 31st, (laughs) (laughs) the Manhattan Bridge opens. And, of course, sports fans. World Series. Pittsburgh Pirates defeat the Detroit Tigers. Doing the 1909 World Series. Four games to three. What a bunch of cunts. Right? (laughs) I mean... I don't
1: know. Sure. Is this man, he doesn't know sports balls.
3: Baseball? Oh, I, yeah, baseball. And that, my friends, <laughs> has been something. I think it was the C word that threw us off. Yeah, it's such sorry. a horrible word.
2: For the record, well, Ryan said about a I know. Times. I don't like it when he says it either. For the record, we I should. did play baseball.
3: Oh, you did?
1: I did.
2: Very did. true. That I'm was true. Sure. Some- I played for, like, five years. I was a catcher. Nice. Thanks. I was a decent catcher. Ah!
1: (laughs) The Stanley Hotel was a 142-room... It is currently still. 142-room Colonial Revival Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado, United States of America. Approximately five miles from the entrance to Rocky Mountain National Park, which is kind of cool. I've always liked to see the Rockies. Yeah, me too. I mean, I don't know when when the when the fuck I'm ever gonna get to Colorado, but I think we do have some fans out there, so maybe they can meet us up and we can all smoke because I'm just assuming yeah. we're always gonna we go we s- to go.:
3: Right. <laughs> we should go see a Colorado Rockies game too. That would be fucking
2: sure. rad. What do they play? Baseball.
4: Th- that's exactly what I was gonna guess.
2: She was like she was thinking it was like badminton or something. Tennis? Professional badminton. Oh uh, yes, thing?
3: water polo. my favorite sport to sit down. Horses eat it. it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, this, the Stanley offers panoramic views of Lake Estes, the Rockies, and especially Long's Peak. It was built by Freeland Oscar Stanley, as I stated before, as a resort for upper class Easterners and a health retreat for sufferers of pulmonary tuberculosis because... The Mr. Mr. Stanley, F.O. Stanley, was suffering of that. And that's what his doctor told him, is he needed to go to those brisk, <coughs> the good air of the Colorado Mountains parks. <coughs> so it's like a zombie. Now, the hotel and its surrounding structures are listed on the national... <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was a live video of... Howard Taft dying.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <Yeah. Ouch. laughs>
1: he's choking on taffy. The hotel and its what a way to go. The, ah. the hotel and its surrounding structures are listed, by the way, on the National Register of Historic Places. Huh. Makes sense, which is cool. I mean, I like the idea of. Uh, I mean, uh, that's got to raise a star or something. I would assume. I mean, all the pictures I saw of the the hotel. Now, granted, I've seen pictures of Motel Sixes that make them mm-hmm. look decent.
3: Mm. It's little... really being there that makes it the reality. I've been in a, some scary red roof ends. Ooh, there was yeah. one we were That's in bottom in
4: of the barrel,
3: Virginia, and there there was um like one of those cage fighting underground <laughs> things that was in the <laughs> and we're walking across the hotel and there's like a bunch of drunk fighters and they're yelling stuff at me and I'm like yeah I think I'm stupid enough to yell back <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. No. Not even once. No. Nope. We mentioned nope. Stephen King. Your wife's a bitch. Yep. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> not defending your honor, hon. Sorry. <laughs> not now. Nowadays you can't even get into bar fights, man. You don't know, know who knows
2: jujitsu. That's <laughs> 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 they could be ninjas, man. I, d- I know. <laughs> I t- Look t- at Chris Farley, he's a ninja. He <laughs> got me. scared and hiccupped
3: and ran you away. <laughs> Usually, you have to scare the hiccups away. Not for Ryan, you scare them to them. That's right. <laughs> I'm in my happy place. Okay,
1: so the Stanley <laughs> Hotel served, like we said, as Stephen King's inspiration. Mm. He did stay there in 1973 with his dear wife Tabitha, who's Aww. also an author. Did you Aww. know that? I did not know that. Hmm. And his son Joe Hill is also an author. And We'd, the night that he stayed there, he had a nightmare about his son being chased. Joe. Chashed. Chashed. He
3: uh, was well, chased. He's getting chased. Stephen King was a huge fan of rock. heavy. I think heavy metal in particular. Yeah. And uh, there was a station in Maine. That's where he lives. Mm-hmm. And they were going to change formats from heavy metal to or hard rock to whatever. So he bought the radio station and made him keep the format.
2: We actually nice. uh, sounds like an old dude a mm-hmm. little bit of uh not synergy but uh the, we mentioned the sun being an author we actually mentioned that in the episode um where we talked about the the missing girl in jaws
1: that's true in mm-hmm. the lady in the water because mm-hmm. he uh he just so happens to be one of my favorite comic book um art authors he wrote the amazing series lock and key he also wrote a, a book that's being made into a TV series with the guy that plays Spock in the new star Trek called Nosferatu. Ooh, but it's spelled all weird with like a license plate. Cause it's this guy that drives around with that weird NOS 482 or whatever that makes it look like that. Anyways, great author. I highly recommend you check out, check him out. Obviously Stephen King's prolific is all of
2: Yeah.
1: But let's get into a little bit of the history before that. Now I mentioned that F O Stanley was behind Stanley Steamer. Well, he he created the first the Yankee steam-powered car. He was stricken with this life-threatening uh, tuber- tuberculosis, which the most highly recommended treatment of the day was just fresh, dry air with lots of sunlight and a healthy, hearty... I thought it he said healthy hearty diet, not healthy. I guess I mean what does that mean hearty? Back exactly. they just feed, exactly
3: they're just feeding you stew. Here you go, lamb and <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a beef stew there. That's hearty. I can already tell your got heart oats is and barley easy.
3: in it.
6: Oh, yeah. Throw, some yeah. Throw some bacon.
3: some bacon on. you Get right. stuck in your mustache. Extra cheese on it.
1: There you go. Therefore, like many on your oats, lungers of no, his on day, the potatoes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley resolved to take the curative air, curative air of the Rocky Mountains. He and his wife, Flora, arrived in Denver, Colorado in March, and in June of the recommendation of Dr. Sherman Grant Booney, relocated to Estes Park, Colorado for the rest of the summer. Over the course of the season, Stanley's health improved dramatically. Mm. Oh. Nice. Hmm. Impressed by the beauty of the valley and grateful for his recovery, he decided to return every year. He lived to the ripe age of 91, dying of a heart attack. Wow. Talk about kicking. It's like the Magic Johnson of tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he uh, did die one year after his wife in 1940. Aww. Now, there's a picture of him. He was. Oh, no, no, that's not. I'm sorry. This is another character. The, the, he, according to everyone, F-O, F.O. Stanley was like one of those like super nice dudes who was just nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't matter if you were. The, the the guy bringing up everybody's luggage or the manager or a chef in the kitchen he was just a friendly guy who was passionate about people and passionate about life and taking care of this 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 hotel and, and clean and carpets indeed ooh now by 1907 stanley had recovered completely however not content with this rustic accommodations Lazy pastimes and relaxed social scene of their new summer home Stanley resolved to turn Estes Park into a resort town. In 1907 construction began on the Hotel Stanley, a 48-room grand hotel that catered to the class of moderately wealthy urbanites who composed the Stanley's social circle back east as well as to consumptives seeking the healthy healthful climate. So that's like anybody like with a you know like wealthy people and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, Muffy, Muffy. uh, did you say Muffy?
2: Muffy.
3: Oh, okay. Muffy, darling.
1: The land was officially purchased in 1908 through the representatives of Lord Dunraven, the Anglo-Irish peer. (laughs) One point Gryffindor. (laughs) Lord, Lord Dunraven, the Earl of Dunraven. Now I'm looking at a picture of this guy. He looks like he needs tuberculosis.
2: He, what? what? <laughs> he,
1: <laughs> he looks like a strict manager looks, at a Walmart mm-hmm. or like a oh, fucking... On. Like a shitty like... Oh, look at that mustache, though. It, the, the, mustache is, mustache. the mustache is pretty impressive.
4: Oh, yeah. He definitely uh, snuck into the, one of the free lifeboats on the sinking Titanic. <laughs> yeah,
1: what a dick. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's him. Yep, he and he probably like grabbed somebody grab grabbed a little princess like Dora the Explorer there's a little kid out you just went and, and just, threw her off board <laughs> and then cackled and like smelled her underwear.
6: Oh but, what?
1: I'm just saying <laughs> that escalated. Um, I just I've got a creep vibe. But that you know who knows? Maybe it was a bad picture. Maybe he wasn't smiling. Oh it smells like tuna. I think she farted um
4: that side note that is one thing I will never understand is why huh? there's a market for buying used panties. I don't right? get it. I, don't I, don't I get genuinely it don't understand There's, it.
1: Uh, socks as well. Uh, socks is even grosser. To yeah. Me. The underwear I can get because it's like kind of like the prime. It's like, hey, man, it, look, <laughs> Lions get behind either. Lions sniff out the, a, a female lion in
3: the base. It's pheromones. The, I get you. Yeah, but I based on pheromones them.
1: and I think pheromones would definitely. I mean, Okay. I hate to break this down like we're in fifth grade, like body and science Mm -hmm, or whatever. But mm -hmm. it's like when a guy excites a woman, she gets wet. And the idea.
4: (laughs) Tell me more, Mr. Herrig. Well, you
1: see now, if the man doesn't have a fucking big old tent poking in his Wranglers, he ain't going to drive that wet woman (laughs) to his dick. (laughs) So what you got to remember Bend over. is get ready for it. You see this ruler? It's 12 inches. You can't take this. You better join the Coast Guard. All right, that's like I get to say. <laughs> I don't... I'm, I'm going to blush like a 14-year-old like a male virgin in high school when I listen to this episode am like, what the fuck did that guy say? Oh, that's me. Whoops. <laughs> um, so anyway. It's stinky like cheese. Yeah, I'm not. I guess Three. I don't know what I'm arguing for, but I'm just saying that, like, I kind of get it with panties. We were comparing panties
3: versus socks.
1: Well, socks yeah. don't make, don't no, turn no, me that's, off. That's a feet person. But then again, I did say, like, I don't mind rub, rubbing, rubbing feet. feet but, but I'm not like, I don't like see feet and then like immediately pre-com. See, no
3: foreplay. Uh, uh.
4: but like I maybe it's different for women than it is for men, because like I'm sorry, but the smell of balls doesn't balls get my juices flowing. I, I get it. Balls is the worst smell on planet Earth. It is
3: like Jesus, Josh.
4: You take care of yourself. No, I'm just not Josh's balls. I'm just Wait, eating. whose balls are you smelling? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Casper's <That's-> balls. <laughs> Lando, what are you doing to my boy? Oh wife? god. Dude, I squealed on that one. I laughed.
3: <laughs> I got excited.
2: That's funny. The best
3: way to describe ball smell is zesty.
2: No. No, 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 no. Musty. Musty. Ball smell. Like an
1: old
3: book.
2: That's been in an
3: attic. How many of
1: you listeners out there have ever, like, Who done a ball full, day, full day of work Ooh, and then the scraped your fingers along your balls and your taint and then smelled your fingers and went... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: But then you do it the next day.
4: I have never been
1: so horrified in my whole life.
6: Oh my
1: God. I just remember, (laughs) like a line of coke. I, I I, I don't. I won't say names, but not that anybody knows him. But I had a friend. I remember in like junior high or like it was eighth grade, just on the precipice because everybody's getting fucking ball hair everywhere. (laughs) And I remember him being like, "Hey, man, you ever, you ever get done in gym and like smell your balls with your fingers?" (laughs) His name was Anthony. No, <laughs> right? No, but I mean, I remember him saying that, and I, I was like, "No," because I never did. And then, like two days later,
3: I'm like, "Well, mm-hmm. winning room."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, Bleh!
6: "Oh my <laughs> god, sorry."
1: <laughs> but it it oh. is it, it. You know, who knows? How did we? Guys are gross. Let's yeah, put it that that's way. A fact. <laughs> so anyway, uh. I think this all came from Lord Dunraven. Yeah. Paint Raven. We just imagine him being a creepo. I bet you he. Oh yeah, a Irish creepo. By the way, he actually couldn't His buy balls the land. His smelled like potatoes. <laughs> he came over here and he was like, <laughs> he came over here and he he like sauerkraut. He couldn't acquire all the land, mm-hmm. so he had, he did some like backwards shit to like get like roustabouts to like buy the land, and then he would take it from him or some shit. Which is just funny to me because it's like. Even back then, in like 1908 mm-hmm. or 1907, rich people could just do whatever the fuck they want. They just found Nothing loopholes. Nothing's new. Yeah, I was about
3: to say, you could be president.
1: <sighs> Future episode. So... Okay, okay. Now, Dunraven left the area for the last time in 1884, relegating the ranch to the management of an overseer. Dunraven's presence in Colorado had become so well known in the United States that his situation was parodied in Charles King's novel, Dunraven Ranch, as oh, well. Oh, as it's my favorite <laughs>
2: kind of
3: ranch. <laughs> oh, Dunraven. That, I love the Hiffendorfs. Oh, they got a good, get a good whiff at his ball ranch here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, we got a new running running gag. That's right. That's right. I call the area between the scrotum and the leg Hidden Valley.
4: <laughs> Did you just come up with that? Oh, my God. It's that right. same buttermilk smell. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
6: oh. It's that same <laughs> All Spoiled right.
1: buttermilk, it is. What <laughs> is a blue cheese ranch. I want to make a, a special cottage cheese. It is. This is a, this is a special little, oh my little God. tiny PSA. I know we have younger listeners out there. If you if you guys do this, you're nope. fine. You're fine. Just just don't don't act out some sort of serial killer thing. It's fine to smell your balls. You're fine.
2: And if you I don't sle- have any balls, smell sle- 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 your friends. <laughs>
1: isolate that as well <laughs> holy shit okay we haven't even gotten to the ghost yet <laughs> i guess it's, it's something about going to this like bioshock time in my head where it's just like i can't imagine like these guys don't groom you know they're probably really
3: that far back you think oh you oh, think yeah. they got big giant 70s bush
1: yeah well there's that but there's also like you know, we don't we don't have like good soap and like shampoo stuff like we take for like granted antibacterial now and, stuff and- like that. Like I'm just or like just a moose moose pellet you rub down on yourself. Your yeah <laughs> uh, Well, uh, I don't know what this deodorant is. I like to take a pinch of uh, a bat's guano and shove it up my nose and then, you know, put some men on my pits. You know, it's like. How did I don't even know how they lived? I don't know what they Clearly. grabbed. I don't. <laughs> I would love to know. I'll you know what? It out. That
4: gets an A plus for the most creative use of the word <laughs> bat guano. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that word since I was in like eighth grade science. <laughs>
1: mm. I'm just assuming old timey.
3: <laughs>
4: oh, witch- gonna put in bat feces?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining witch doctor remedies from like Indians and interesting <laughs> folks along the way. I'm just saying who knows who knows you're Goku I am Goku
6: Dr Jones
1: <laughs> I, I, Oh wait that's India my bad Dr Jones <laughs> Dr Jones. Dr Jones your cable is Fair-y. ready ready All right Now the main hotel and Fuck. concert hall were completed in 1909 and the manor in 1910 uh-huh. to bring guests from the nearest train depot in the foothills town town of Lions Colorado, Stanley's car company produced a fleet of specifically designed steam-powered vehicles called Mountain Wagons, which seated 9 to 12 passengers. Stanley operated the hotel almost as a pastime, remarking once that he spent more money than he made each summer. In 1926, Stanley sold his hotel to a private company incorporated for the sole purpose of running it. The venture failed, and in 1929, Stanley purchased his property out of foreclosure foreclosure selling it again so I feel like this was one of those th- it was like a passion project he was waiting for it to take off and it continually kind of had issues which sucks because it's I mean he obviously was passionate about doing this and having this great hotel and then unfortunately it kind of ran him out at, towards mm-hmm. the end because I mean he didn't live much longer than that
3: not, really? not with hygiene like that
1: no well, well, that was the Irish guy. We're just a met this guy, I, you know what? this guy, I'm thinking he used the finest cock powder or
2: whatever the cock fi- powder. <laughs> Ooh, dried semen. Good for yeah. your shoulders.
1: I went to India and I found the greatest cock powder there is. My balls do not smell. I don't even need to smell my fingers anymore.
4: Why is, why is it that all I can picture is him wearing a t-shirt that says, I went to India and all I got with this was this cock powder? <laughs>
1: <laughs> because that's what it is, damn it. Oh, we rewriting God. history. Yep. Mm. All right. So the presence of the hotel and Stanley's own involvement greatly contributed to the growth of Estes Park, which is great. You know, it brought people to the Rockies. They went there and they got to see like some good national monuments and everything and continued to have a good time there. I mean, eventually, like I said, he did die and it did kind of fall into. It fell into the background. It wasn't like a thing. Mm-hmm. It was this beautiful hotel, but it became one of those things where you could only keep it open during the spring, summer, and fall. And it had to close during the winter, mm-hmm. much like the movie. Now, despite a peaceful early history in the years following the publication of The Shining, like we said, it from 1977, the Stanley Hotel had gained a reputation as a setting for paranormal activity. It hosted nu- numerous paranormal investigators and appeared in shows such as Ghost Hunters and Ghost Adventures. The hotel, hotel also offered guided ghost tours to guests and visitors, which there is there's a 5-hour tour and a 90-minute tour. I'll take the 90. I agree. But it's interesting nonetheless and we'll get into more of those experiences. Now, I want to say I want to do a quick rundown of some of the famous guests. Bob Dylan and Joan Baez stayed there. Mm. Classic rock <laughs> icons.
3: <laughs>
1: Emperor Akiado of Japan and Empress Michito Michiko and Crown Prince Naharuto on a state visit to the U.S. in 1994. Now, the Shining miniseries that was horrible was actually filmed... I apologize. Last reference to that as I reference everything. Uh it's okay. They filmed the miniseries there. Now I want to mention one quick thing that I listened to in a video and then we're gonna take a break. What are we at on time, buddy?
2: 40 minutes. Okay.
1: So you guys like the movie Dumb and Dumber?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes, I love it. Is that of part of pop culture? It
3: sure is. <sighs> Dude,
1: Hey,
2: look. no, no, hey, no, you're
3: good. This okay. is the Conspiracy Therapy Show. It's all one.
1: I loved this story because I'm a huge fan of Dumb and Dumber. I mm-hmm. knew that they obviously Aspen, they filmed in Colorado. Right. So Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels actually both during the filming of Dumb and Dumber stayed in the Stanley Hotel. Mm. And one of the first nights that Jim Carrey stayed there... He actually stayed in one of the more haunted rooms, came down in the middle of the night, Mm -hmm. and asked to have a different room. When they said that there were no other rooms available, Jim Carrey left immediately to go Mm -hmm. stay somewhere else. Because he was so freaked out. And to this day, nobody knows what happened. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to get into these haunting occurrences at the Stanley Hotel.
6: Little pigs, little pigs, let me come in.
0: (coughs) Not by the hair on your chinny-chin-chin. Then I'll huff, and I'll toss, and I'll blow your house in.
1: The guy played guitar on that song. Okay, so. I'm a musician. <laughs> guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for enjoying the first episode of another show hosted by your Luma Mommy herself. Indeed. It was a fun thing to do as a freebie. We have. What
3: are three- they going to hear this week? Oh. Ooh, the list. The other show. The list. That's it should have been another right. show and then the other show. That would would be good, but you know, (laughs) the list is, yeah, it 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 is appropriately named. That's true. So this
1: next week, you're going to hear the list and I won't even tell you what it's going to be, but it's a list that one of us picked out and we're literally going to react to that list, whether it be top 10 broadswords used by Highlanders or Or incels.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I like Highlanders.
3: Anthony. Or Top 10 braided belts. That's true.
1: <laughs> Every week, we're going to have a bonus episode come out, whether it be for another show or The List. And if you're subscribed to our Patreon, you can get your your sweet-smelling hands on that. Whether it be just the another show or a pop culture show, which April hosts, or if you want to go in on the full $5 Taco Bell box of our assortment of lovely things that we get to give to you, As audio fun for the week, I say check out our Patreon. It'll launch very soon, and we promise you we will have that tagged to just about every freaking thing that we (laughs) have, because anyways, this station is stuck together by glue and bubblegum at this point, and we're going to try to upgrade slowly as we go along. Better mics, coming soon. Better mics. Maybe we were talking about this. Maybe these guys get some internet going on a monthly basis, a decent internet connection, some coasters, maybe some coasters. We got better seats, but that, that, you know, that might've came out of the couch cushions.
2: The fact is guys, with the money that you guys donate to us for doing these shows,
3: PBS voice going right now, (laughs) we're going to get a free
2: tote bag and a coffee mug. We're going to use that (laughs) money for this show. And it's going to help us to give you guys the, the best product that we possibly can. So anything that you guys can do to help us Mm -hmm. would be awesome. Yes. Agreed. It's
3: for the wheelchair kids. That's right.
4: Ryan's the wheelchair kid. Every time he falls out of a chair, Mm -hmm. slips on ice.
1: True. Anyway, thanks for listening and please think about subscribing to the Patreon. You guys ever in the past stayed at a place like on vacation that you felt like ah! might have been haunted? Red Roof vacation. In? Red Roof Inn says Larry. <laughs> Josh says never been on a vacation in my life.
3: I don't pity party for Josh. Right? Party of one.
4: Oh. Not no. that I can not that I can ever think of. Um, when I was younger we went to Kentucky and we stayed yeah. in a pretty broken down motel six where they ceiling was caving in in our room
2: is I don't that a water ghost? dripping on my forehead or is that semen no that's mm. casper Giz. yep okay <laughs> how about you ryan uh
1: well i think i brought up in the past that i thought that i lived in a haunted house Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then i think you said the same i'm pretty sure i did I would say that on vacation, though, I never really had a, a moment where I think I stayed in a place where I was like, fuck, there's gooblies in this place. Ah, the gooblies. <laughs> That's right. The gooblies coming to ABC this Damn. fall.
3: To their TGIT. Thank, <laughs> thank God it's Tuesday lineup. Because <laughs> no one says, thank God it's Tuesday.
1: Oh, well. Except for Cheryl Crow. Isn't that the song? All I want to do is have some fun. Is her just getting plowed at a bar and like waiting for some dick at the bar to like
2: pull wow. it out. <laughs> All I want to do know. is have some fun on a Tuesday. On, on a, a Tuesday. Tuesday.
1: I don't know. Maybe I misjudged that song when I was young. I think, so. <laughs> I think so. It's fine though. Hey, man. I'm not calling her anything else, but just eager beaver. Maybe. I don't know. Just having a good time.
4: The oh. eagerest of beavers.
2: That's the beaver. That's another good '70s sitcom show. And so, you know, there was Leave It to Beaver, and there's the Eager Beaver. <laughs> what would the beaver? What,
1: what would the premise of the Eager Beaver show be?
2: Uh it'll star Emma it's Watson. It's a spinoff of Leave It to Beaver. It's just beaver
3: lesbians
1: in New York
3: City. <gasps>
2: beaver. Who's gonna play that lesbian, Ryan, in the Eager Beaver?
3: Yes. Show on ABC. I say we put. Um, Melissa Mo- Alyssa Milano.
2: I would love that. Uh,
3: That's Mary
2: Manuno's. Same one. It's not the same. It's her friend. The eager Beaver! <laughs> <laughs> this is like almost...
1: This is like hurting my brain right now.
4: <laughs> Pull it together. <laughs> no, All see, right. I'm thinking the Eager Beaver is a 70s Leave It To Beaver spinoff mm-hmm. where the beave Goes to college and is a virgin, and he's trying to get laid in college. Oh. Beaver, <laughs> but, he, but he screws it up. Yeah, every time because he's
3: too eager. It's like exactly. Leisure Suit Larry. Is it? He
2: like the takes, game he Leisure Suit Larry. Ta- he like
1: takes he takes hints from like his his overly like confident jock Uncle. friends or whatever like at the school. Like his he's brother.
4: Like,
1: he's like, hey, Terry, what do I need to do to you know? Get in these girls' pants. <laughs> well, first of, no, first of all, Beeve, you need to slow your roll, bro. You sound like a slide whistle player right now. You, you need to understand. You gotta like the girl first. It's like, but I don't like him. I just want the beaver. And then the audience claps and then goes to commercial.
4: Canned laughter.
1: And it's like, Brony.
4: <laughs> oh.
1: Soaks up all the messes. Oh, so anyway, let's continue into Eager this. Episode. Beaver
4: sponsored by Brawny paper towel. I thought you said the quicker, Blondie upper. Sponsored by Kleenex and Juergens. <laughs> I would
2: like what does Blondie have to do with this? Weird but. side
1: change it. Yep. This might end up being the bluest episode we ever did because this question I'm about to ask. Oh, Oh, boy.
2: boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Hold your butts.
1: Okay. Men of the group, because this is definitely a men question. Okay. Mm -hmm. Although I would be curious to see what your answer is. I don't think she's got this same answer for this. Did you... Oh, God. I cannot believe I'm going to ask this. I'm almost turning to red thinking about this question. (laughs) Did you... Always go dry hand, or did you switch to, to Juergen's Lotion at a certain point, when and where, and are you currently a dry hand or Jurgens' man?
2: We'll let you go first, Hostess
1: with the mostus. As soon as I discovered what lotion could do and how it could elevate things, I have always had a bottle of lotion.
2: Now, do you use... Uh- Extra strength? No,
1: no, no, no. I don't. See, eczema, thing is, as, soon as, I, as soon as I see Jergens and it says hand lotion on it, I, I grab it. Now hmm. the last time I did, I what unfortunately I got like strawberry rose flower petals. <laughs> so every single time I jerk off, I'm like, man, it smells good. It smells like a field
3: of strawberries down there. <clears throat> Better than buttermilk. Mm. Kind of hungry now. Okay, I'm not hungry.
2: <laughs> you want to munch on <laughs> strawberry dick? No. Well, you're. I mean, I don't know. I love strawberries, though. So, how how about you, Larry?
3: I can go either dry or with lotion.
1: Interesting, because
3: you don't. If let's say you run out of lotion and you've already buttered the cob of corn, so that stem is dry, (laughs) you need to be able to go dry.
4: It's versatility. It is. It
3: really is. You need to be. It's like yeah, yeah. I I, my hand is a Swiss Army knife of masturbation. (laughs) Okay, that's pretty awesome.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: It's nice to mm-hmm. hear the old, like the Obi-Wan of the show. I'm an OG masturbator.
3: <laughs> Day one, bitches.
1: Let, let me tell you, little Patawans, you must be able to control your mind with the force that is
2: injected into your palm. Oh, my younglings. You play- must know. <laughs> you must know to handle okay, your kids,
3: lightsaber. Learn to be able to go dry. Because sometimes you're just not going to have lotion. Maybe not. Also, Ben Gay is not lotion. <laughs> I remember,
1: I, I will confess something. I should, should say this for Valentine's Day. But I remember one time thinking, oh, I can use soap or like shampoo.
3: And I was just like, ow, ow, ow. ow, ow. They, <laughs> go with the conditioner. Go with the conditioner.
6: That makes you it silky.
3: It's smooth. It does give you a fluffy bush girls appreciate that. Or
1: boys. <laughs> oh,
6: Lord.
3: The
2: masturbation episode of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are
1: we talking about, Stanley? Oh, that's
2: right. <laughs> you're
3: <laughs> tuned in to Rubbing It Out.
2: Uh, by the way, because you never asked me, <laughs> asshole.
3: Well, I said to everyone. Yeah, and you're one t- of them, so I don't know what you're waiting for. I,
2: I was waiting for you, Larry. I would, I'm always done. waiting for you. Always dry. I don't, I don't like lotion. It leaves a mess. And there's already enough of a mess. So,
1: well, you might be buttering your corn a little too hard there, yeah. sir.
4: Makes it easier for me.
2: Only takes, okay. That's
4: one less step that mm. I have to go through when no, I'm just buttering this corn cob.
2: I'm just saying that <laughs> there's. Uh, Can you spit
3: in a, in a pinch? Uh,
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. Lotion has happened, but I don't know. I just don't like the mess. And after, like, after you take care of business, you still have lotion on your dick and shame. And shame. It's a shameful lotion. And by just taking care of it the way that God intends, then you're good afterwards, and there's no mess and there's no funny smells and Oh, there's funny smells. Well, it's better than It, it smells is, like bleach. Is is that Hidden Valley Ranch or is that Jordan? No, or is it bleach? Uh I love Nevermind. Uh I love Nirvana. But what? <laughs> Jesus, <God. laughs> I don't know. Now I'm like Larry. I can, Oh, that sounds wrong.
1: No, <sighs> I can go no either boy, way. Yeah. But
2: I just I prefer no mess. No or mess. No minimal stress. minimal mess. Mm-hmm. No mess. No stress. I L- get
3: lotion it. can also also teach you the death grip, and then it makes it more difficult. Mm. Squeeze into it. Although we should ask this is April. Fascinating, though. is it?
6: Yeah, I'm very interested
4: what? in this. Okay,
3: question. Mm-hmm. Yes. you have a dick for one day. What's the first thing you do? Stare at it. <laughs>
4: Helicopter. Laugh at it. Slap it on stuff. I guess. <laughs> like it lay it on someone's shoulder. <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> Go up to a doorbell that has they have that that those newer camera things mm-hmm. and press the ring doorbell. It.
4: Yeah, I just like See the best thing to f-
2: do is to take both
1: your index fingers and put it right on the tip and then and then go la no 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 with the little mouth. Penis. So you could go right up to one of those <laughs> ring doorbells and
4: be like, Hello, <laughs>
1: I have a see, certified
2: <laughs> See
4: that's the thing, is because I find classic <laughs> penises so much more intriguing than hard ones because the only penises I ever encounter are hard ones.
2: Hey oh, you know, You're so doing like, your job right.
4: Flaccid penises. I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, I always, it, I, yeah, I find them very intriguing.
2: You ever taken like? Now yeah. I have to ask though, you guys. Okay, if you had, if you had boobs and a vagina for one day, what would you do? A great
1: question. And actually, I will allow it because at first I was going to say, hey, we need to get back into this fucking ghost mm-hmm. hotel. But no, if that's yeah, a great question. Great question. But if we uh, anybody of the three of us mm-hmm. had boobs and a vagina mm-hmm. then one day,
2: mm-hmm. what would we do? I would have sex with somebody just because I've always been curious. What's it like to be on the other side of it? But I would also not leave my house at all because I'd be too busy playing with it. All of it. <laughs> the bits and pieces. I'd be like all day long. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I imagine Josh
3: just inserting everything.
2: Uh-huh. Yes, I would. Because I'd be curious. There's
1: With like brush? a whole set of crayons, a whole set of markers, a ruler, a parking <laughs>
2: <laughs> cone. Elmer's <laughs> St- El- parking <Pony> cone. <laughs> Elmer's stick
3: <laughs> Half of the cat's body is just hanging out. He's making party favors. <laughs> How do you blow out? That's impressive. It's a fart.
2: <laughs> it's a queef. Wrong button. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, look at this trick. <laughs> That'd be me playing with the boobs. How about you, Larry? What would you do? <sighs> Again, like I would
3: make it talk.
2: <laughs> oh, it's all the cookie monster. Be <laughs> <Me> you want cocky? <laughs>
1: Somebody had a few shots tonight. Yeah, I know oh, what that is. God. Oh boy. We're in the we're in the vortex. Um <laughs> if I had boobs in a vagina for a day, I think the boobs I <sighs> isolate that. Yeah, the boobs don't really do because I mean
4: I'm gonna just go. My on nipples are at
1: attention all the time. They're
4: annoying more than anything. That's like what I'm... if you want to live an entire life without being able to sleep on your stomach comfortably. Or run get comfortably. Boobs. Yeah, or do anything comfortably.
3: Yeah. It's...
4: If you so like pretty. not wearing button-up shirts, I was there's saying, like this that weird <laughs> keyhole. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: The vagina is definitely the more like. Hmm.
6: There's hmm. a lot of stuff to the, the mi- vagina.
3: A, a, a mirror will be involved for sure.
1: Oh yeah.
6: yeah.
1: Gotta see
3: what it looks like yeah. from like under the butt cleft. Yep, looks like a bulldog eating mayonnaise.
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let me part the roast beef curtains and see what's in there.
2: <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Ooh, that's my cherry popping. See, that's the thing is like oh if you inherit a brand, new, at the
1: if you inherit a brand new vagina, does it suddenly become one of those things? Has that new vagina smell?
2: Spoilers, <laughs> still smells horrible. Oh, what? God. Oh, my God. oh boy, genitals Just, always smell horrible. So the Stanley Hotel Not was a fresh. haunted hotel. Thank you, thank you. From Colorado,
3: save us.
1: That's been your genital. Fifteen minutes there.
4: The general swap podcast. Mm-hmm. So
3: your penis, sec, your penis minute. It's the swap meet. Now tripsavvy.com
1: has the seven most haunted spots in the Stanley Hotel. Now I said literally a hundred percent of this hotel has been like, okay, there's shit here, there's ghosts here, there's this there, there's they you go in this room. You hear a ukulele sound with a kid, like, talking backwards. Damn hipsters. You go in this area and you hear, like, people stomping. You go in here and you see glowing orbs. I mean, there's, there's YouTube videos of, like, YouTubers going there and, like, spending the night. It's crazy. Now, this article on trips... <laughs> Is anybody tired from the snow today? Maybe I'm the only one. Yeah. I yep. must be the only one. Just kidding. We're all tired, but we're going to push on. So the seven most haunted spots in the Stanley Hotel. Now, this was <laughs> this was written in 2018 by Brittany and She says Colorado's famed Stanley Hotel is a repeat guest on most haunted lists. The Estes Park Hotel, most definitely worthy of a day trip from Denver, has also hosted its fair share of paranormal investigators from shows like Ghost hunters on Travel Channel and Sci Fi's Ghost Adventurers,
3: Ghost Wars.
1: Oh, <laughs> I know, right?
4: Which... Ghost Shore, the reality series.
1: It's just a bunch of like Ghost Obama Shore, <laughs> ninety day Ghost Fiance. I did it off mic. <laughs> it picked up. All right. So the hotel's paranormal investigator, Lisa Nyhart, who leads monthly ghost hunts, which are more in-depth than the 90-minute hotel tours that happen multiple times throughout the day, has referred to the hotel as a Disneyland for ghosts.
6: Oh, uh-huh. hey, buddy.
2: Would you like to see a ghost? Oh, boy. Uh-huh.
3: Somebody <laughs> just say boo in that voice. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Gorsh.
1: Brevity, my friend. But the Colonial Revival-style hotel that was first opened in 1909 is sprawling, to say the least. The hotel features 420 whoa, 420 rooms, bro.
3: Of course, it's Colorado, baby. Oh, yeah.
2: Plus
1: ballrooms, dining areas, ah. and an underground cave system. More on that later. Now, the hotel's most famous stunt, perhaps, was creeping out horror writer Stephen King. Which we've pretty much heard all that. Getting chills and hearing laughter of children having a nightmare about his son being chased. Before we narrow down the ha- most it's better haunted than a place-
3: nightmare Eric Clapton had.
6: <laughs>
1: Before we narrow down the most haunted places in the hotel, we picked up a pointer from a seasoned tour guide at the hotel on how to best capture ghosts on camera. Her pro tip: take five or six quick shots to capture a fleeting spirit. Now, yeah. I watched, I watched a video of somebody staying the night in Room Two Seventeen. They all of their camera equipment could not focus. The whole time. Hmm. And I don't know if this was just like a stunt
3: mm-hmm. or something. It's a fingerprint to on the lens. No, it wasn't like that. It was just Michael J. Fox was pulling like, the camera. It could be a speck of something that'll throw your There's that off.
1: too, but they had just bought this. Ca- like they videotaped them buying the camera at mm-hmm. Target.
3: With to- what? Credit. Cards. Another camera.
1: Well, their phones were blurry. And the cameras were blurry. I don't know why. I don't know how. But according to what I read, or according to what I watched, Mm -hmm. it seemed semi legit. Mm -hmm. Now, they say take five or six quick shots to capture a fleeting spirit and bring up backup batteries because paranormal experts will tell you if spirits are present, they'll have a draining effect on your batteries. Batteries.
3: So, batteries.
1: You can capture orbs. There's a television screen outside of the Stanley's Hotel tour office. Features plenty of ghosts caught on camera by tour guests. So this place kind of plays into it. They also had a you know the twins obviously from The Shining Mm -hmm. in the hallway. Mm -hmm. You can put your faces into the holes where the twins' bodies are below, so you can do a quick picture in the lobby. They play this up, Mm -hmm. of course. I would too. Yeah, exactly. Now, here is what you're most likely here's where you're most most likely to find ghosts. Now, everybody has reported ghosts everywhere, but this is the top seven places. Room 217 is number one for okay. ghosties. Perhaps the most famed spot in the Stanley Hotel. This is where horror writer Stephen King spent the night and got the inspiration for his 1977 bestseller, The Shining. You can soak up the same Rocky Mountain views that King got when he stayed there and the room has a library of King novels, which is kind of cool. It is. Mm -hmm. When King and his wife arrived at the hotel, it was closing down for the season. They they were the only overnight guests staying there. They ate dinner in an empty dining room while pre-recorded orchestra music played before retreating to their room on the spacious and eerily empty second floor. King woke up That night, like I said, having a terrifying dream of his three-year-old son being chased through the corridors and screaming. King jerked out of bed, realizing it was a dream. He lit a cigarette on the balcony, and the plot for his now-famous book shaped up. The room is thought to be haunted by Elizabeth Wilson, who was our maid who got shot into the... the (laughs) Exploded into the ballroom. I could have... So anyway, yeah, she was injured during an explosion as she was lighting the lanterns in room 217. She survived, though, broke her ankles and her spirit seems to be irregular in the room. Guests have reported items moved, luggage unpacked and lights being turned on and off. Oh, and Miss Wilson is old fashioned. She doesn't like it when unmarried guests shack up together.
6: Mm.
1: So Josh and April are fine. Yeah. So some couples have reported feeling a cold force come between them. Leave a space for Jesus. <laughs> One of the biggest myths about the room is that it's never available. Not true. You can actually book it and stay there if you do. And I dare. I'm sure you would. The vortex. From an architectural standpoint, the staircase between floors in the hotel's main guest house is a stunner. But the area has been dubbed the vortex a natural spiral ener- of energy. It's also known as the rapid transit system for ghosts that are... Known to haunt the hotel. Now the concert hall. Number three. There's a lot of paranormal hubbub said to be happening in the famed concert hall. Paul, one of the well-known ghosts haunting the Stanley was a Jack of all trades around the hotel among his duties enforcing an 11 PM curfew at the hotel, which could be why guests and workers here get out being uttered late at night. The area is also a favorite spot for hotel founder Flora Stanley's ghost to play the piano. A few of Paul's antics, a construction worker reported he felt Paul nudge him while he was sanding the floors, and tour groups on the Stanley ghost tour Ford reported he flickered a flashlight for them. Hmm. Hmm. Another ghost in the wonder about that area in the concert hall is Lucy, who quite possibly was a runaway or homeless woman who found refuge in the hall. She entertains a Requests of ghost hunters often communicating with them with flashing lights. Number four, room 401. More than a century ago, the entire fourth floor was a cavernous attic. It's where female employees, children, and nannies stayed. Now today's guests will report hearing children running around laughing, giggling, and playing. Plus, there's a famous closet that tends to open and shut on its own in this room. Room 401. Now, it seems like the fourth floor is pretty creepy. Number five, room 428. Really, you get a badge of bravery for staying in this room on the fourth floor. But bonus points if you can book room 428. Guests have reported hearing footsteps above them, furniture moving about, but that's actually physically impossible given the slope of the roof, tour guides say. The real haunt in this room, though, is a friendly cowboy who appears at the corner of the bed. Howdy, (laughs) partner. He appears at the corner of the bed. Better put on a rubber. He's a real friendly cowboy. I brought some things into the afterlife.
3: Might want to put a little more lotion on that. (laughs) Hey, Lenny.
1: Wait a minute. You say you go dry, boy? Well, you better. You see this here? This is Strawberry Fields Forever Juergens. Put this on your mushroom tip. Then we can work it out. A tip of my hat and a suck of your knob. That's real cowpoke. <laughs> Number six, the Grand Staircase. From antique mirrors and portraits, there's plenty to distract the eye of the Grand Staircase at the Stanley, but it could also be a popular passageway for the hotel's resident ghosts. In 2016, a visitor from Houston snapped some photos on the grand staircase and upon returning home and reviewing them spotted an apparatus an apparatus? The, an apparatus at the top of the staircase. The thing is he doesn't remember anybody else being on the staircase at the time he was taking the photographs. Now like our Instagram we'll post this picture. The ghastly image of a woman at the top of the stairs from said occurrence. Hmm. And last but not least, before we get into the segments you know and love, underground caves. Now, this is interesting to me. If you go on the 75-minute Night Spirit tour at the Stanley, you don't have to be a hotel guest to get on it, by the way. Your tour will come to an eerie halt at the end with a visit to the underground cave system. Workers moved about the hotel. Through the caves in the early days, so it makes sense this is a popular haunt. Skeptics will pass off the haunts as breezes from the historic piping and ventilation systems, but beneath the hotel is a higher than average concentration of limestone and quartz, which some ghost hunters believe help capture energy at the property.
6: Hmm. Some food for
1: a thought before we excuse me, do we have a ghost here? <clears throat> oh god. Are you a threatening ghost? No,
6: kind of cool. It's Colorado.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, well, we've talked about all of our pop culture for the night. Obviously, Stephen King's book, The Shining from 1977 and the movie by Stanley Kubrick, highly recommended. Mm -hmm. But Mm -mm. when we want to know about ghosts, sometimes it's Important to look it up on our Yahoo Answers.
4: Uh, I hate to disappoint, but uh, instead of turning to Yahoo tonight, I thought it might be a little bit more appropriate to turn to Yelp. Yelp Yelpoo. Yelpoo for some reviews of the Stanley Hotel.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. So
4: our first review is from Hannah L. Uh, This was actually only 27 days ago. She gave the hotel four stars. Very expensive, but so cool. Built in 1909, and it's absolutely stunning. We just sat at the bar and enjoyed the Stanley flight. Not bad at all, but very expensive for the half an ounce of each of the three whiskeys. That was kind of a drag. We spent Ken and Mary Lou's 49th wedding anniversary with them. I just caught that like a ninja. You did. That was
3: amazing. (laughs) Um, Dog got caught up in the microphone cable. Yep. Chasing the cat.
4: Perfect. Uh,
3: Stupid idiot. Way. Sorry, I was just telling you what happened <laughs>
4: <laughs> and they were offered a dessert on the house which they chose to abstain from but it was a hmm. lovely gesture. Mary Lou said it was you the best <laughs> Lou said it was the best Manhattan she's had there. Both Shane and Ken had Glenn Levitt's, 20 year, uh, 12 years old.
3: Oh, those are so good.
4: The table also enjoyed some extremely rich and flavorful, flavorful spinach artichoke dip with fresh, delicious pita. Ooh. The staff was extremely yeah. friendly and helpful. You want me fluff a pillow? <laughs> uh, review from Marie S., Gave it five stars. My kiddo and I stayed at the Stanley Hotel for four nights as a mother-daughter bonding time in the mountains after being diagnosed with stage three cancer. Oh. (laughs) The staff at the Stanley did not disappoint. Louis and Lily were awesome and made this mom and daughter feel very spoiled. It was an amazing time. And we didn't want to leave. We stayed on the third and fourth floor. We both were very comfortable and felt like home. We explored the hotel and grounds and came back with quite a few stories. Uh, Here's an example. We found this in the ballroom. Pretty awesome. There's a picture attached. Uh, also, the activity is real. Just so you know, it's not a ghost story. It's real at the Stanley Hotel. Too much happened to right here.
6: Oh. Oh. Um,
4: let's see what else. Uh, Angelica B gave it five stars and wrote, "My boyfriend and I have stayed at the Stanley three times during the past two months, and we will be back at the end of January." Every time we stayed there, we observed paranormal activity both in our room and in the main public areas of the original historic hotel. If you enjoy seeing and feeling ghosts, ask for one of the haunted rooms. Everything about the whiskey bar is amazing the atmosphere, the architecture, and most informal. I was about
3: to say, Ryan and I agree. The whiskey Ryan, bar is where we're yep. hanging out.
4: And most informal, the phenomenal staff. There are two waitresses named Louise and a waitress called <laughs> Hannah. Many thanks to them for outstanding you want the service and great conversation. Um,
1: I wish we did live in Colorado because Larry could smoke all the weed he wants, and we could. We're go in Michigan. Stanley. We can
3: do that now.
6: Yeah,
3: where's the hotel like this though? The Amway Grand. Next wife or <laughs> I don't know. What it
6: was. <laughs>
2: there's. A I don't demon. Know where you went there. I
1: was trying to say I don't it. know what that was. I okay. heard there's
2: a demon at Amway.
6: Um, Let's find a
4: different hotel,
1: maybe.
6: True
3: story.
4: Right. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway, Cat B gave it three stars.
1: Oh, no. Uh Uh What
4: happened? Well, we've always wanted to stay here, so we are glad we did. The hotel is cool and very pretty. The staff was friendly and the bartenders were great, but... I would recommend doing the tour and or just visiting the hotel and not booking a $400 per night room with Whoa. no
2: air conditioning. Oh, we, oh, no air conditioning. We were
4: literally melting or one of the ghosts was suffocating me, one or the other. The fans, you put want out, me fluff your the fans put out zero air, and although we had the windows open, it did nothing. It's a cool story to tell and maybe worth the cash if you are a ghost fanatic, mm. but it is a one and done for us. Wow. Wow. Uh, another bad wow. review. Wow. Madeline R. gave it two stars. Whoa. The uh, hotel is beautiful in its antiquity and history, but the ghost stories are sketchy at best. Hmm. I did the one and a half hour historical ghost tour and found it sorely lacking. Hmm. It was a $15 tour that should have cost seven fifty and lasted under an hour. The tour guide was nice, but very scripted and awkward. The history was interesting, but uh, honestly, it's
2: scripted, right?
4: But honestly, 90%, 98% of the ghost stories started with the line. And another guest told me that. You get the idea. Okay. Almost all of their true ghost stories were retellings from guests. Come on. I could have told her I saw Jack and the Beanstalk drop down from the ceiling when I was there last time. And I bet you should be retelling. She would be retelling guests my nutty and completely falsified the story on her next tour. Psh.
1: Psh. Well, that's how they yeah, make, ended
4: it with a psh. Psh. That's
1: how they make money, though, is like right. stories. So I don't know. I feel bad for the tour guides there. Yeah. That's what the whole press, I mean, that's the whole reason that that thing is thriving. Right.
4: Uh, and then the last review, possibly my favorite, Ben Y. This was from. And his balls. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is from last year. Gave it four stars. Writes Disclaimer I am not a ghost. I was not paid to write this review by Boom. Ghosts for America. I am alive. In our most recent adventure to Colorado, we decided to pop from Denver over to Estes Park to enjoy some mythology from The Shining. My mother and I love The Shining. Everything from the content universe Stephen King created. The film, the book, the sequel to the book, and even the TV miniseries for how psychotically that's 90s true.
1: it was. That's true. They do have a sequel to The Shining.
4: Stanley Kubrick did not Still film shining. The Shining here. We knew that going in, but we wanted a scenic change of pace from Denver's downtown and quirky old school hotel experience.
6: Oh, that's so creepy. <laughs>
4: Booking a ghost tour in advance.
6: I'm my and I'm just so
4: quirky. Fuck her. Booking a ghost tour in advance. Please. Turned out to... Please. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. Turned out to be a massive headache as we stayed around Halloween. But upon arrival at the hotel, we found several slots had opened up. So we suggested showing up regardless of what they say on the phone. Mm. The ghost tour was absolutely bizarre and not because we had a visit from beyond. Our tour guide, who wore a steampunk outfit complete with goggles and a top hat... Might have smoked some of that sweet Colorado kush before commencing.
6: Yeah! I say
4: this because she stammered through the entire tour, repeating herself and making many references to her dinner not setting well with her. Or was it that she didn't eat her dinner at all? She kept going back and forth on that, then then repeated, on my last tour we saw a ghost over there, and on my last tour there was a sound back there. All of it was told without fluidity or any sense of storytelling whatsoever, kind of the key thing with ghost stories. I thought it was hilarious, but I feel bad for anyone who sincerely wanted to be spooked. The tour consisted of a speech, then a visit to the concert hall. That was it. At the concert hall, the tour guide turned the lights off and then tripped over some more tales of ghosts on her last tour and dinner's missed or eaten, but not settling in her stomach. The guide then handled out some pencils and lollipops, letting everyone loose to try and conjure spirits by touching pencils and holding the lollipops upright. For how silly it all was, I assumed I could at least eat the lollipop. Mm-mm-mm. Sadly, the answer was no. Fear not, there is another tour that Stanley offers, and it is decidedly incredible. The hotel tour, a daytime romp through the establishment's history, was guided is this with... an author? With, Jesus. Yeah, right? Was guided with exceptional flair by Lilith.
1: It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> it was Lilith's flair. <laughs> she,
4: she delivered prosaic stories, interesting tidbits, and ghost tales of her own without missing a single word was a sterling accomplishment in oration, let alone a fascinating look at the hotel. Tours aside, we absolutely love the Stanley. While the rooms are more period than luxury, I felt we had a le- once-in-a-lifetime sensation, roaming the halls, dining downstairs, enjoying themed drinks, watching the Shining film On Loop, a feature on their televisions. That's true. And looking at the incredible starry night sky with a hotel in the foreground, the Rocky Mountain National Park is mere minutes from the hotel, an absolute gem of America. And paired with a hotel, it's an experience we'll absolutely never forget. I am not a ghost. Yeah, well
3: that was done. well played.
1: Interesting, informative, sexual. Probably one of my favorite segments. And that's been your Yahoo Answers. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for a verdict. In one corner, four podcasters
2: you know, love, and trust. We'll give you a coupon at least. Maybe half off a small fry. Sure. Or for $5, you can get two episodes. uh, Well, four episodes a month. (laughs) Two two different shows. (laughs) That's a coupon. We'll get better at that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. And the other corner, a hotel. Boo. From 1909. <laughs> Boo. Ooh. And there's a guy waiting to take your bags who's smelling his fingers because he just checked his balls. <laughs> smells like sour milk. <laughs> Sorry, ghosts. Buttermilk. Buttermilk.
4: That hidden valley, man. Gets you every time.
3: Get your fingers in that hidden valley. Oh, we have yeah. to
1: weigh in, guys. We definitely have to weigh in.
3: I don't want to. That's embarrassing.
1: The Stanley Hotel. Is it truly haunted? I'm going to go to April. Whoa! Because Josh is usually always on the hot seat.
4: I'm going to say for this one, and as much as I...
1: Number four most haunted hotel in
2: America. I don't know.
4: I feel like I haven't seen enough conclusive evidence... To say that it is for sure haunted. I mean, I haven't seen the the ghost hunters episode. Those are all rigged anyway. Um, I am going to go with no on this one. Although I do believe in ghosts. I just don't think that they're there. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Josh. 100% absolutely. Yes. I do believe that the hotel is haunted. It's one thing to have your Taps Larry just
1: put on a MAGA hat.
2: <laughs> it's like make America great. Mm-hmm. Make,
1: make Make America, America ghost, ghost again. again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, Josh, keep going. Uh, it's okay. Uh, it's one thing to have taps in your ghost adventures and all these people go in that are we know we do know they stage so much of what their content is. But it's another when you have I mean, April just had a couple of Yelp reviews where they're saying that they had experiences happen to them.
1: And everybody trusts
2: Yelp. Well, and you can you can take that so far. I um, mean, no, there's I, people I'm... that are going to be like, oh, well, I took a picture and there was stuff. And, you know, that could be dust. It could be anything. But with the amount of stuff out there that says that the hotel is haunted in one way or another, it's hard to believe that it's not And so I'm going to say yes. It is haunted. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, 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 no. It's like uh, the Freddy Krueger theory. Like you have to believe into it. Mm -hmm. You have to believe in him for it to be real. Pretty, yeah. That sort of thing. I think if people believe in. Since hijinks and shenanigans, then it's probably real to them, but
4: well, that's my thing. If you go into a place like that thinking that it's haunted, you're gonna hear sounds and go, oh, those probably no. a ghost. Oh, little, oh god. You're little, you're little. Ghost needs an antacid.
3: <laughs> you're, gonna,
1: you're gonna be like laying there after like a bunch of like hoppy beers. Goddamn, vaping ghosts. Vape
3: and ghosts. You're gonna
1: you're gonna drink a bunch of hoppy beers in the bar and go up to your room and pass, start to pass out, Uh-oh. and then you
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. Visual representative. Larry just
6: fell out of his chair.
2: That's a very tippy chair. <laughs> no, you're just really tippy.
6: No. Oh, that was um, such a
2: swing and a mess. Larry sat on a chair.
6: I I can't. <laughs> I didn't fight. <laughs> it
4: was like it happened in slow it
2: motion. It, did.
1: it well, I felt. <laughs> And it's like I, oh, I, I could have probably did. put my arm out. But he just literally I just like watched him like <laughs> <So
3: I
4: fall. laughs> That was instant karma for trying to fart in the microphone.
3: I I felt it go. I'm like, this is, I'm just going. There's nothing I can do. <laughs>
4: the look on your face you're just it's like, like
2: wow oh no I'm like
3: here we go <laughs> God, what a wasted fart
2: <laughs> oh. no, no no it's perfect <laughs>
1: I wasted <laughs> this
3: episode. Finally, something some, chair. Well, no, I've had a couple chair. Larry literally. Little, That's the worst, though.
1: No. Larry literally put the microphone down by his butt cheeks <laughs> to try to let one go for our audience. And his chair fell over. And he <laughs> fell over. And I just
3: sat here stoically.
4: At like half speed,
3: though. It was, <laughs> I, I, I made eye contact when you were just like. Oh, no. Here he goes. You
4: know, he was thinking, yeah, how does yep. that feel, there Larry? You go. Bye-bye. Going down like that, and you're just wow. watching. Oh, God.
2: Oh, hey, my. You're good, right? You're okay? Mm-hmm. I'm
3: fine. I, I, that's why I didn't fight it. I'm like... Mm. My cheeks hurt from I was laughing. afraid if I fought it I'd get
4: hurt. It, just, it, it just was, it was happened, so slow. It so slow. Like, <laughs> it's like watching the Titanic sink.
2: Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, You really oh just embodied the uh, the beast oh. <laughs> oh. of Busco. Oh. That was
1: That was Okay, that well was we, interesting.
2: now we know.
4: <laughs> We're back. Do these, not are, t- these are not tippy chairs. They're not tippy
3: chairs. <laughs> they got wheels on them, Larry. Oh god Thank god we don't
2: record video oh. So Too bad we don't record video
3: <laughs> I really don't
1: think That It's possible For these many occurrences To happen in this hotel For it not To be Haunted in some way The thing about it is That was like The whitest the, Five guy four, Five, yeah. five. Ooh, five guys
3: Ah Thank you guys, guys. <laughs> Um, no, it's but- like watching Fred Kennedy try to give
1: a high five. Kennedy <laughs> <laughs> to the slide whistle player. Oh man, I got the blue jabs. So basically, the thing about it is, is that there's so many occurrences. There's also the fact that all these people, even if they're hotel employees. Hotel employees have experienced stuff. Mm -hmm. People that stay there have experienced stuff. Owners, managers have experienced (laughs) stuff. Now, the most current owner of the Stanley Mm -hmm. reports that he doesn't believe in ghosts. FYI.
3: I do now. So one of them pushed me over in this chair.
1: (laughs) He wanted you to believe. And I think that's what made me believe, too, is that the people that work there did. And some of the people that... Wrote books about it, na- namely Stephen King. had profound experiences, and my imagination is big.
2: And that's been your verdict. Well, that's the thing with uh, with hauntings. Uh, so many times you hear about these people that they they do they didn't believe in ghosts before. They were adamantly against uh, the idea of paranormal activity, right? And all it takes is. An event for something to happen to them right. that they just can't explain, and that's what—that's really what kind of pushes them to that belief. Agreed. Well, do we have any more segments
1: before
3: we close this? Do guy we have up? a voicemail?
4: We do. Ooh. I believe oh. we have another five star, don't
6: we? Yes.
3: Let's go with the, with the voicemail first. Since I don't even, to even to. know what
1: the five star is.
6: Voicemail!
5: Hello, guys. Skylar Tips here. Um, So, I decided to call and tell you guys a creepy story that happened to me and my husband. Uh, It was about two years ago. We're hanging out at my dad's house, and he's like, hey, you guys like that paranormal stuff? And we're like, well, yeah. And he goes, well, I got something I want to show you. So, he pulls up the show. And there's a little segment in it talking about a little town called Dean. And in the story, they were talking about how at at the boat landing in this town, this lady uh, killed herself jumping into the lake there. And there was uh, supposedly hellhounds and whatnot. And so we watched that and me and my husband just looked at each other and we were like, fuck yeah, we got to go. So we got a hold of a friend and convinced her to come with us, and we all drove out there. It was only, like, 40 minutes away. And the way it, it's like the boat landing is in, like, a park, obviously, and we're on the main road, and then the way you get there, is you take a right off the main road, and you go down a little ways. There's a pavilion, some trees, another pavilion with a light, and then the boat landing is right there. So, okay, we get there, park, get out of our car, start hanging around, doing EVPs and whatnot. Um, and the more and more we're there, we realize there's like this thick fog forming on the lake. And this was a clear night. There was no reason that there should be any fog out there. So we're like, oh, what the hell? And we're just watching it. And me, the more and more we're standing there, the more I'm realizing. So if I'm standing, looking at the lake, looking forward, I'm fine. Looking to the left, I'm fine. Looking behind me, I'm fine. But to the right, there was just this area that was covered with trees and bushes and whatnot. It went back about 15 feet. It kind of looked like the beginning of a trail, but it wasn't. So I'm looking at this little area, and I'm just getting like my anxiety is going up every time I look over there and I just, I have a bad feeling about that spot specifically. So I tell my husband and my friend, like, there's just something wrong over there. I don't, I don't know what it is, but that over there is just freaking me out. So my husband starts going over there and he's got his EVP out and he's looking around there and he wants me to walk up with him. And I'm just, my my stomach is just in knots at that point. So, I, but I end up walking over there a little bit with him. We go over there, and I just I can't go any further. And my husband makes me walk about ten feet more, and I'm like, I can't, can't go over there, can't do it. So I start backing up, and I just put my hand on our friend's car and open the door a little bit. And my husband keeps walking, and then all of a sudden he just stops. And we're like, oh my God, what's wrong? What's going on? And he's like, you know, I just, I feel like I can't, like, he's kind of freaking out a little bit at this point. And he did he, it was like he hit a wall. So he starts backing up and backing up a little bit more. And like, he just turns around and he's like, we got to go now. So I jumped in my friend's car. My friend jumped in. And we just fucking hauled ass out of there. And I'm like, you know, we got to keep up with him and blah, blah, blah. And we get to the intersection of the main road. we stop there and we decided to get out. And we look back on the trail and it's just pitch black. And it, it where there's a light down there. So we should have been able to see the road. But it is just pitch black. And, a uh, you know, it, it looked like we could see, like... Shakes moving and it just absolutely freaked us out. And we actually went back last year, we had a similar experience, except it did go a little smoother. So, sorry, it's kind of a rough story. And, uh, but, you know, uh, thank you guys for listening. I love the show, love listening to it. Talk to you guys later. Bye.
3: Thank you, Skylar.
5: That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
2: First and foremost, not a creepy message. Like you said, you left us and two. Wow. What a captivating story. Mm -hmm. Um, that is, that is pretty creepy. I would be curious to see, um, what, what the history of the land is. If there's Mm -hmm. anything there that maybe happened in the past, um,
1: Kind wow. of reminds me of the Skinwalker Ranch episode, maybe. Uh, oh, my favorite ranch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking of um, stuff that we have yet to cover as well, but mm-hmm. I can't. I don't want to blow that out right now. But anyway, yeah, Skylar, thank thank you for that. I appreciate hearing that story. If you guys ever want to. Call in and tell Mm -hmm. us a creepy story from your life. We'd love to play it on the show. You can call us at that number that we list.
3: 1-937-504-9504.
1: And also, we have a five-star shout-out.
6: Five, 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 Five 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 five
3: star review.
1: This comes from a one Nick Stanton. He says conspiracy therapy has become my go-to podcast now. All four are hilarious and make my boring days at work easier. Thank you.
2: You know, that's because we are, we're all family. True. Mm-hmm. And thank you for listening.
3: I'm yep. family by injection.
2: <laughs> Hot. No, beef injection. I, I've said it before <laughs> and I'll say it again. Uh, Larry, I love him. Uh, he, just my brother from
3: another mother.
2: I don't even look at it that way. He Larry's just a brother to me, and Ryan Rose. is a cousin, but he's like a brother. So
3: Yeah, in the South, I think that's a cousin brother.
2: Yeah. Same thing.
1: <laughs> you got pretty hair. He yeah, had beautiful hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's been, That's been your five-star shout out. <laughs> Well, that's been your episode on the Stanley Hotel. We mm-hmm. hope you go to Colorado, smoke it up, mm. get down in the Blood Hotel, go to that whiskey bar. Go to yeah. that bar. Uh, 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 what were the, we talking about this week? Uh, I, I, maybe I'm doing this out as a reminder. Yep. He is, and I love it. We got to get our W 2s. We're going to go have steak and bourbon. Night. That's the plan. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, we'll discuss that once we go off the I
1: dropped my phone when I saw that. I was so excited. And then I posted <laughs> weird GIFs. I did too. GIFs. Or
3: GIFs? Like
4: GIFs. 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 It's GIFs. It favorite, GIFs. Do you guys have a preference? Favorite brand of peanut butter? <laughs> is it GIF? Are you a choosy mom? Do you choose I'm GIF?
3: not choosy. Just make it crunchy. Crunchy. Yes! See, <laughs> we're brothers. Creamy.
4: Crunchy brothers.
3: Crunchy brothers.
1: I like creamy peanut butter. Okay,
2: I, I'll eat it if I have to. But I prefer crunchy. Crunchy. Mm.
1: Texture. Understood.
4: Mm. I could go either way. It has to be Jeff,
1: though. I'll eat crunchy. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, Preference. It's Preference. smooth. Yeah. Preference. I'm a
4: smooth oh, dear operator. Jesus. Oh, God.
1: Josh I, I was, just let out a steamboat Willy burp over there. <laughs> <Why again? laughs> Were you going to say something, April? No. Okay. Uh, so we got, we've talked about everything. Mm. I mean, we covered the Patreon. We've done the plugs. I got a question, though. When is um, Off Tempo
2: coming back? Literally what I was signaling for. So, perfect. Uh, Guys, yeah, Off Tempo is coming back very soon. I can't say an exact date yet, but it is coming back very soon. And your first episode back, it's already done. It has one April, Mm -hmm. one me, and... Your sexy man, Mr. Larry. Wait, What? <laughs> I don't remember. When yes. did we record
3: this? Was this before the break, I guess? Huh?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yes, break the fourth wall, well, but we, yeah, we Larry's on it.
3: We're, we're, hey, we're the Kool-Aid men of
2: oh, hot yeah, oh, yeah. Break,
3: Breaking walls all the time.
2: So, yeah, it is coming back soon. I just don't want to give it an exact date because I don't know exactly when, but it is coming back very, very soon. Sweet. For all your music history needs. Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Stanley Hotel. Next week's going to be crazy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I think next week is our listener
2: vote, actually.
1: Yep.
3: Would be.
2: And I think that our next vote is going to have you guys riling in oh boy. hardship. It's going to be hard to choose. They all are.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: I agree. All right.
1: Anybody have anything else they want to throw out there before we close this bad bear out?
3: Rest in peace, Juan. Yes.
1: Oh, rest in peace, Juan. Agreed. We'll see you next week on another episode. of the conspiracy therapy podcast. Have a great one.
6: cool. of
4: Beer City Media. <laughs>